0: This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. Hi, everyone. We're here with Dylan Diamond today, a student in both management and technology in the Wharton School and in engineering. He's here with us to talk about technology and entrepreneurship. Dylan, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thanks
1: for having me. Happy to be here.
0: How and when did you get into computer science?
1: Um, It goes back a while. So I got my first Mac when I was probably eight years old. And, you know, shortly after that, I was browsing the internet and right-clicked on a web page and found the view source code button. I had no idea what that was or, you know, what that did. And my parents had no idea either. And later what I find out that that was, you know, HTML code that the browser rendered. And then that's how you saw the website that that, you know, you and I interacted with. Uh, So kind of a tangential course from there, I started a uh, web development company, I think around fourth grade, maybe 10. And it was very basic, just making like static web pages for, um, you know, friends of my parents, whether they were local doctors, lawyers, or um, nonprofits. So that was kind of the origin of it. And then from there, I kind of took it up to dynamic websites and um, building, you know, culminating to mobile apps around eighth grade. So you know throughout late elementary school and middle school, it was basic, static web development, you know, teaching me the fundamentals of programming and things like that, um, kind of on the side because obviously school wasn't uh, teaching that back then.
0: Well, wow, Dylan, that's so amazing. You were so young. How were you first recognized by Tesla?
1: So in 2015, uh, my parents got a Model S, and I obviously loved the car. And before we even got the car, I was super passionate about Tesla and the mission to transition the world to sustainable energy. But uh, another thing that happened in 2015 when we got the car was I also got the first Apple Watch. And upon getting the car, my brain for some reason thought that I was supposed to be able to control the car from my Apple Watch. And I couldn't. There was a mobile app that Tesla offered at the time, which was um, you know more simple than today's offering, uh, but no Apple Watch app. So over the course of junior year of high school, I took it upon myself to develop an Apple Watch app uh, for the Tesla. So I can control the car, anything from heat, lights, horn, um, even driving it remotely up to 30 feet uh, from your watch. Uh, That was, uh, it developed into an app called Tesla Toolbox, which I then released on the App Store and went viral within the Tesla community online. Um, And, you know, through that process, uh, I was put in touch with Tesla and, ultimately winded up working for them uh, while still in high school, uh, or the last few months of high school, senior year, uh, on the Supercharger analytics team. And since then, I've been, you know, ecstatic about that team, super passionate, and uh, I think really made an impact on, uh, you know, on Tesla. And they've taught me so much as well.
0: You're still with Tesla, correct? Yes. What do you do there now?
1: So I'm a software engineer on the supercharger analytics team. So for those who don't know, supercharging is a concept that Tesla developed, which allows electric vehicles to get from point A to point B without uh, fear of range anxiety. So electric vehicles obviously can't fill up at gas stations, right? So the main way that electric vehicles charge is at home, because if you're just going on you know, a quick trip around town, you'll have a charger um, in your garage, for example. When you purchase the car, we'll set up a, you know, a charger in your garage. But supercharging is really cool. It enables you, just like gas stations, how when you're going on a road trip, you can fill up at any gas station. Uh, this is basically gas stations for Tesla. So you can get energy into your battery um, you know, in under 30 minutes and then be on your way again. So what we do is we take all the data from uh, those charging sites and build tools around that. So specifically what I do is develop um, like software which enables uh, people at the company to track the deployment and monitoring and just all the information about the sites so that we have a better charging network and uh, our customers are happier.
0: And have you started any new ventures of your own since then?
1: So since uh, Tesla, I've continued to maintain, I have other apps on the App Store Uh, in the edtech space that um, have, you know, they've done well, and I continue to monitor them and, you know, release new updates uh, for users. And I'm currently working on an edtech platform that I can't really get into too much right now, but I'm excited to to see where that goes.
0: So what do you hope for your future?
1: For my future, honestly, I think if I've learned one thing at Tesla, it's that um, technology really at this point can help people change the world and really make a difference. So I don't want to say you know, be limited by one specific industry or even one specific medium. I don't consider myself necessarily a computer scientist, but rather an entrepreneur using uh, computer science as a tool to reach people and, and make a difference and hopefully help people through technology. So if I can, you know, help, even just help a few people through tech, um, hopefully on a large scale, um, you know, that's kind of the future that I, that I see.
0: What advice would you give to young entrepreneurs who are also interested in tech?
1: I would say if there's one thing, it's just stick with it. It's um, you know resilience and perseverance because you'll have a lot of other obstacles in your life, whether it's school, whether it's you know external conflicts, even you know dealing with college applications. But if you have an idea, it doesn't matter where you get the information to build it. You know, from my perspective, I didn't predominantly learn about computer science uh, in an academic setting. It was just you know having an idea and then. Googling and watching you know, random YouTube courses and other online uh, resources just to build the idea. Um, an example was when I was a freshman in high school, uh, I developed an app that allowed students to check their grades from their phone. But as a freshman in high school, I had no idea how to build the tech behind that. I just had a problem. Uh, which was I couldn't check my grades on my phone. And the solution was build an app around that. Uh, And later I would learn the, the steps to get there. But if you face problems in your everyday life that you think you can solve, whether it's through technology or any other medium, really just stick with it and execute. And if you're really passionate about it, then I guarantee you'll succeed. Or even if you don't succeed, you'll learn something, so then you can succeed later on.
0: That's amazing advice. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Dylan.
1: Of course, happy to be here.